Fellas, 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 what's up, fellas? What's going hey, on, man? We are live, y'all. We are live, man. I'm here with my boy. This is your man, April Fawcett. Bro, side. Nick Sherrod. What's going on, fellas? What's up Just drive, just drive. Yeah, we're here. We're here. What's up with y'all, man? How y'all been? Feeling blessed, bro. You know, yeah. much gratitude. Yeah. You know, yeah. Side. Nick. Yeah, man. Yeah, we uh, back, man. Spin off with giving the game. Yeah, <laughs> man, it's been some time, man. Yeah, for sure. We for started sure. out with my boy, me and uh, me and Si. Now we got another co-host on here, my boy Nick. Yeah. Like, man, we're going to come and give y'all some real stuff, man. There's too many people out there doing that much real stuff. Facts. 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 Yeah, for sure. <laughs> that's, you know. that's not a lie. That's right. the whole truth. You know, but the truth. Hey, so, uh, Silas, uh, I see you've been doing your competition thing. How that's been? Man, it's been amazing, bro. Um, I really been able to lock in these last few months and like see what I got inside of myself you know um training's been beautiful I actually got me a coach um he's around my age and you know some people be like dang for real but I seen like you know what I'm saying his discipline and where he's going you know and seeing like yo I gotta get up with him you know what I mean see what he's learning because I know how my mind is and and for him to exercise what I'm doing is see that he's on a greater level than I am. I had to like bring myself down a little bit and be like, yo, I need to get under this dude. You yeah, know what I mean? So yeah. um he actually, and the beautiful thing about it, he actually took me in in my last moments getting prepared for the competition. I got prepared too late. Okay. And he took whatever I had and then switched it, like, you know what I'm saying? Like he adjusted to it. So and he got me to a far level, man. Um, shout out to Marcus. But um I've been training hard, bro. Just trying to hey, lock I've in, been stay. <laughs> trying to get. Trying to, how that feel though? Like it's how amazing, feel? bro. You won those medals and everything. How bro, that feel? I, discipline, man. I've been. Uh, I cut out a lot of things. You know what I'm saying? I uh, just try to ch- change when I come inside and what I'm eating. And it's my thoughts been real clear. So I've been ready to just focus on that, like literally. And I zone totally out, bro. Right, like, right, totally right. out. Um, it was a blessing. Nick, me and Nick came up with me to Chicago, um, for the competition. Right. And right. um. Man, we did our thing, bro. They didn't expect me to do what I did. Um, I came in there lighter than everyone in my weight class and, and ended up pushing more Taking than everybody. Off. Taking off. Taking off. Taking off. Everybody, 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 everybody yeah, I was, was a turned. witness of it. I was a witness of it. That's yeah. what's up, man. That's what's up. Turned. So what's up with you, Nick, man? Me and, uh, for y'all that don't know, man, um, it's crazy because me and Side had already uh, built a relationship, what, back in 2019? Probably yes, before that because probably, you yeah. was – Working at my little girl's school, you know yes, what I'm saying? Sir. So I would come in there and pick up my little girl and I see side yes, working at the table and yep. stuff. So yep. you know, I would always speak to him yep. while I'm waiting on my little girl. Yeah. So it was probably back when my little girl went like, to school in 2016. Yeah. Like, yeah, 17. 17. Probably. Yeah, myself. And that's when I met you. And then um I got a uh, for y'all, uh I got a youth ministry that we are doing and um, my boy Nick came in uh and just came and showed some love, you know what yep. I'm saying? And as been a blessing to the boys and the young women that I'm uh, that I've been working with. So Nick, man, just tell everybody a little bit about yourself, man. First off, you can find me on social media. Just Strive, man. Just, just Strive is my okay. logo. That's my that's my brand. Um, second, second, I want to say thank God for for this moment we've been being here with you guys. It's a blessing to even be here with to be right next to you guys. Yes, I'm, I'm through side, but it's crazy that how how situation how we met. You know, so yeah. So. I want to say I thank you for even having me here. Um, me personally, man, this last year and a half for me, it's been it's been a roller coaster, but it's been a it's been a well worth it roller coaster. Right, man. Um, I'm talking about a lot of change, a lot of growth, a lot of mental uh, breakdowns and build ups. Right. Um, so 
to be right here in this moment and to be able to speak so freely and articulate myself with you guys, it's a true blessing. So I want to say that I'm going to give my all. Yes, I'm going to have my all in it. Yes, I truly mean it. Yeah. I truly mean it. I love it. And um, What's up? I'm here. I'm here. I'm here. And I'm here with God. God is back and He's backing us. Backing us. Yes, so, um, Yes, yeah. That's what's yeah, up. That's, that's where we at. Hey, man, we, we, we in this thing, baby. Man, hey, we look. in here, y'all. Again, this is <laughs> the Giving the Game podcast, man. Yeah. This is the Giving the Game, the game yeah. podcast, man. Yeah, the, game. the one and only. Yeah, yes, for real. The one <laughs> and only. Look, yeah. we don't have y'all we don't have lit. Y'all got to tune nah, in to us. You know what I'm saying? But look, today we're going to give y'all a crazy topic, man. Okay. Um, just to just to give y'all a, a backstory of why what we are about to talk about today. Um, my wife actually we woke up this morning and she uh, just pretty much came to me and was like, hey, uh, baby, I want to treat you out today. I'm like, all right, well, I got a podcast at one o'clock. She's like, yeah. well, um, you need to tell them you need to back it up a little bit. I was like, all right. So, yeah. We get dressed. You don't and, want no uh, smoke. Like, <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? So we get dressed, and she take me to this restaurant, and it's off of uh, Lake Norman. Okay. And, man, when we pulled up, when we pulled up to this restaurant, bro, it was like a whole bunch of majority, a whole bunch of a white folk out there. Right. And I'm oh, like, right, 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 right. dang, I'm, I told her, I said, baby, it's, 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 it's a whole bunch of white folks. She was like, mm -hmm. so? What yeah. that mean? You yeah, know what yeah. I'm saying? And I'm like, I mean, it don't mean nothing, but I'm like, yeah, I don't see nobody that look like me out here. Right, right, you know right, what right, I'm saying? right. And my wife was like, see, you need to, you need to quit acting like that. You need to quit being like that. Right. You know what I'm saying? Because right. that can hurt you. And sometimes, as a black man, they that can seem racist. You can seem racist by being like that. Right. And I was like, well, look, I, I feel how I feel. You know what I'm saying? Plus, you said you wanted to treat me out, but you take me somewhere where I'm not even comfortable. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So that's why I, and me and my wife, we actually sat down and had a deep conversation about that, man, because my wife, she come from Oklahoma, Oklahoma, creeks, woods, you know, a whole lot of yeah. land, best friend, her best friend, white, you know, I come yeah. from the hood, yeah. all black folks, yeah. stuff like that, two different worlds, two different worlds. So I, that's why I wanted to talk to you guys about. How do you feel as black men being in a room or even a restaurant anywhere in, in the world? How do y'all feel as black men and you go somewhere and the majority of the folk don't look like you? How do you feel? Me personally, man, I want to start off by saying you ain't wrong for feeling, for feeling yeah. uncomfortable. You're not wrong for feeling uncomfortable. Right. That's just the environment that we are in right now in this day and age. Um, now for to go into to go into deep into that conversation um i think that for me in those type of environments man i think i thrive the most i think i i think my spirit is the highest because it has to be i think it has to be at all times with when we're dealing with the other side right and it is the other side it's yeah. necessary to say it's the other side mm -hmm. um so I like think my that. spirit is the highest right, at right. that time mm -hmm. because I have to show and prove. I have to show that we're not what you make Thank us it, out it, to be. Exactly. We are not what you make us out to be. Yeah. Mm -hmm. At least I'm not. Right, right, right. And I don't right. think any king or queen is. Right. Um, yeah. That's from our side. So um, in that in that situation, you're not wrong. Nobody's wrong because everybody you're gonna feel uh, like okay, we can. I can. I can go off the experience. Uh, Side and I and I and our other boy Karan, we we went to a. Maybe like three weeks ago, we went to a bar mm -hmm. uh, off of Lake Wiley. Yeah. Right? Going in there, we just shot some pool. Shot some pool. We just, we ended up doing our thing. Listen, and just as much as we're uncomfortable, 
Hey, and it's three of us? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's three of us. It's just three. And it's three of us. Just right. as much as we're uncomfortable and it's right. three of us, it's about 50 to 60 of them. Mm-hmm. And they're uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. Very, very. So you tell me who wrong in that situation. Right. Yeah, you yeah, tell yeah. me where's the where the blind spot is. Right, mm-hmm. right, right. There's no reason to feel like you're wrong for feeling uncomfortable because mm-hmm. this is the world that we live in. We're in America. Yeah, 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 KKK. Yeah, that's me. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I think so. Yeah. That's how yeah. I truly feel about right, it. Right, 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 um, right. So I can speak proudly and say that's how I presented myself just now and saying how I feel and, and, and how I pose myself in those right. situations is is, is is not wrong on, on either part. Right. Mm. You know, how you feel, son? Man, you know what's crazy, bro? Avery, you, you actually don't, it's not a problem that you feel that way, but now that I know, in my mind, when I go to those places and stuff, I'm supposed to be here because this is mine. You know what I'm saying? You the foreigner. You know what I'm saying? You the colonizer. You know what I'm saying? So I'm very comfortable because you a guest in my home because this whole world is mine. You know what I'm saying? This America is really mine. You know what I'm saying? We, our ancestors, you know, build this up on sweat, blood, and sacrifice. You know what I'm saying? So when I go in those areas, it's like I'm walking into it like I'm supposed to be here. You should feel like the guest, not the other way around. You right. know what I'm saying? But um, I definitely, but I actually like it because, in a sense, I um, I like that they feel the presence. Because look, think about it. What's better than being in a room when somebody notices you there, or you just floating around in there? You know what I'm saying? You stand out. You know the yeah. crowd. So yeah. I'm okay with that. You know, um, you just gonna have to. You have to. They have to adjust to to my energy and stuff. And then also spinning off what Nick said. Proving to them, you know what I'm saying? I'm not what you think. You know what I'm saying? Um, so I mean it's a beautiful thing. And I actually it's it's an uncomfortable thing too. And I like taking, you know, my boys and stuff to areas like that because you have to know how to adapt and situate to those, you know what I'm saying? Because they literally, you know, they don't come to really our events or right, like right, our right, areas. Right, they right. strive to stay away, you know what I'm saying? Right. It's really us that push forward towards they um you know what i'm saying their side or whatnot but right. um you know i i think it's it's a good thing to do you know what i mean and uh you know it's, it's a good thing to experience you know feel that feeling but just know that you are the person that's being looked at you know right. what i'm saying it's your presence that's bringing that energy around you know what i'm saying all eyes on you right you know i know when i walked in there man like i said when i walked in there i just seen like much mm-hmm. and i'm like damn like it's crazy, you know yeah. what I'm saying? I'm walking in there, I got my Africa chain on, yeah, I got yeah. my Black Lives Matter, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. We the only black right, folks right, 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 right. in there, you know what I'm saying? And my wife's like, see, you know, you need to quit acting like this and you need to learn to adapt, this and that and the third. And it's and it's and I told her, I said it's not even that. It's just that I know what's going on in the world. You know what I'm saying? I see it. She was like, well, why do you feel like what? Well, they're not even showing you. I said, they show us every day. They yeah. show us on the TV. They show us on social media. Yes, I said, so when I go to different places, man, I feel uncomfortable. Mm. I said, but if I was the if I was to interact with one of them, it's going to be genuine. Yeah, yeah. that's who I am. Right, right, right. But it's the fact that I feel uncomfortable when I go around them because I don't know how they feel about me. Right, right, right. You know what right, I'm saying? Right, right. I never gave up the vibe that I don't care. Why? I just see the fact that I, when I'm seeing on social media each and every day, mm-hmm. and what I'm seeing on TV each and every day, mm-hmm. and what, I, what I'm hearing them say when we say Black Lives Matter right, 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 is, right. is what I'm going off of. Right. You know what I'm saying? So right. I, and I even spoke to one of the cats. He was mm-hmm. on later. He was working. He like he worked out. And I had a genuine conversation with him about right. what Jimmy went to and everything. Right. You know what I'm saying? But it was the fact that mm. we was the only Black folk in there. Right. It bothered me, bro. Yes, sir. You know what I'm saying? So yes, sir. 
what what makes you so what makes you feel that way and what contributes to the feelings and problems and to me i would say exposure okay our exposure mm. as a young as at a young age mm. you know what i'm saying like at a young age say for instance you come from the hood right you come from the hood and i told my wife today i said you want to be you want to know one of the main reasons why i feel this way i said because my mom and dad never could afford to really take us out of town the only time we went out of town was when we went on when we went on um family reunions yeah and that was twice two or three times a year when we went on family reunions i was never able to attend a summer camp when it was time for me to go to football camps right. i was never able to attend a football camp the football teams that i played on when i was younger were black my schools that i went to were black the college that i went to winston-salem state university shout out to the rams was black mm -hmm. so now when i get in these areas yeah. with these people with these white folk i don't know how to interact sometimes you know what i'm saying yeah. so i think exposure is one of the biggest keys and that's why like i'm an advocate i'm a real advocate of when i work with my young men and young women i'm a real advocate of getting these young men and young women exposure because i know that the world that they they live in right now isn't the real world that they're going to be able to strive in right yeah, now. Absolutely. Absolutely. absolutely to piggyback off of that man you gave you gave uh, a valid point i think we all can hit on and we all can uh, vouch for that uh saying that we didn't see a lot on the other side but what I can say I see, and what I was saying, wow, while you were starting off that question, was what I did see, I remember, and this is about to get deep for me, because I never faced it. Right. I never got to face this ever. Like, I never even really had to have a conversation with anybody about it. Right. But when I had the experience, I remember we was going into Marshall's. We used to shop at Marshall's. My mom used to take us to Marshall's, like, on every Friday, like, when she got paid, when I was little. Every other Friday. Just to get a shirt for school that Monday. So I remember going into Marshall's one day and my mom, I guess my mom cut a guy off, white man, a white man and his daughter. This mm -hmm. is powerful. A white man and his daughter. And now you know how many siblings I have. It's Rick, Royal, me, and Courtney. This day was just me and Ricky. So we, my mom, I guess she cut the guy off in traffic and he didn't like it. So when we got out of the car, he wrapped around the corner and he said, next time such and such N-word, right? Now I'm about, he has his daughter in the car with him daughter like she's maybe i don't know her age she might be nine but i'm about eight years old at the time and you, you know the and, I, and i know how it made me feel at that age i know the anger it put in me towards we i'm saying the other side but towards that race at that age right i know what it i know what it did for me i know at eight years old i wanted to like i wanted to do something to him i you know i don't remember exactly how i act but i know i kind of bucked up at him uh, like uh, at yeah. the truck you know i said no and i can't this man no i can't pose i don't pose a threat to him but <laughs> i just knew that it was uncomfortable right. mm -hmm. and I never got to face it. Nobody had a conversation with me because our parents didn't even know. Yeah. Like, yeah. They, uh, they're experiencing yeah. the same thing. So it's like, these conversations have to be had. I think they have to be had because who's going to stand up? Right. Of course, the world is, is, is being a lot more woken to it now after um, George Floyd. Right. The world changed a little bit. We saw a little bit of progress. Thank God for the for the verdict and what they had and what, and what just happened with that. But I know the feeling then. And we can all go back to say that we still didn't get to even see the other side and how to interact and wow. what wow. to say or, wow. or even how to be sometimes around those folks because right. wow. it's already a false narrative about us. So we, so it's like when we step into those environments, I know you felt like you had to put you, you felt like you had to defend yourself. Yeah, like it shouldn't have to be that way. Right. We're in a free country. Why we got to feel like we walk around to? Why we got to feel like we when, when we stop by the cops or when we go into an area? 
where it's it's less of us. We have to defend ourselves, mm. or we have oh, to defend our words, or watch how we speak, mm. bro. Because mm. one of the things that, that really bothered me as well, because we have as soon as we was done eating, we took a walk around like you know what went through my mind. The fact that okay, now I know the neighborhood we in. We're walking around in this neighborhood. We know that the majority is not of us. So if we get stopped by the police or if we get, even get questioned in this neighborhood, what is the outcome going to be? And the only reason why I'm thinking like that is because I'm seeing it all the time. Right, 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 right. You know what I'm saying? And that's not fair. Not right. Right. That's not right. fair to us right. as black men, as black women. Mm-hmm. That's not fair, bro. It's not. Because it's not. we, and like you said, this is a land of the free. Yeah. Why can't I go in this certain neighborhood? Why can't I go in this restaurant? Why can't I go to this school? without feeling a certain way. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Why why can I go somewhere without having to second guess where I am? Right, right, right. No, why right. can't I Facts. feel comfortable? Facts. And, and, and to piggyback off that, I'm about to come from a real vulnerable place and I know a lot of black people can. When we are when we are put in situations to where we have to re, um, interact with them, why is it that we have to come down a tone in our voice or uh, feel that we have to adjust to their way of speaking just to get them to understand us when really they need to try to get to understand me like you know and, and I, I know we all have experienced it in our own ways you know what i'm saying like you know how we talk to each other we right, you know right, regular right. speaking but when we speak to them we have to double think our words and it should never be feel you should never have to feel like that you know what i'm saying i've i experienced that coming from me you know what i'm saying and i had to check myself as i got older like nah it's the other way around like you know what i mean right right I, of course i'm my parents taught me respect i know how to carry myself myself in public you know what i'm saying i know how to speak so the way i it comes off you know what i'm saying they're gonna have to understand that not the other way around right, you know what i mean speak the way you dress yeah I, you know <laughs> you know like, it's like it's when we go if job interviews all of that you know, we gotta change the way we speak. Yeah. We gotta change the way we dress. You know what I'm saying? Our hair has to be a certain way. Like that's, that's crazy. And I know it's not the way of God because if God intended for all of us to be the same, we would be the same. Right. You know. That's very, right. very, very well said. I like that. That's very well said. You know. Yeah, man. So let me ask y'all this. So how do you think if if we were to change anything to to make us feel comfortable to to help out the older generation to help out even the, even the white folks to help them out. And to even help out the younger kids to to feel comfortable, but to also feel like they belong. What is it that we are to do? Because if we're aware of it, it has to be other people that are aware of it too, but not really taking those steps. I know what you mean. So what is it that we have to do? Because our younger kids are in trouble. Mm-hmm. Our younger kids are in trouble if they're not aware of the stigma that is placed on black folk. Right. And when they when they go into <coughs> different neighborhoods and they're going to different communities, mm-hmm. when they're going to school, especially like I said, that exposure piece, mm-hmm. if they're not getting the exposure. Because right. the only thing that's happening is that it's going to be a trickle down effect to their kids and it's going to be a continuous cycle. Right. So what is it that we are supposed to do as men? Mm. To change um, the art of war, you know what I'm saying? That, that that automatically takes me to there, to that that point. When you're getting ready to try out for a football game or a basketball game, you you study the game. You know what I'm saying? 
uh you if when before the army goes to war they study their enemy you know what i'm saying you have to currently study and catch up to part of the ways of the world so you know how to adapt and keep yourself at the same time but know how to function in it and can pass it down to the younger and older generation yeah. reason saying that we are right now we're in a perfect spot to do that to teach and train the younger and older because we're in it they not old enough to understand and they're too old to understand because the times have changed right so we that's what we feel that void you know what i'm saying we have to we have to put ourselves in these uncomfortable situations for us and learn you know what i'm saying the way so we can bring our people through but still have authenticity like we can be authentic in right. it, you know what i mean um you gotta you have to you have, it's like politics i know people say i'm not a political guy but you have to be a political person in a sense right you know right, what i'm right, saying right, right. to know how to function in the way of the world because the, the world is different they make the world go around right now because they control everything. They control everything. So what do you have, what do you do? You need to learn the ways of the world so you can, you know what I'm saying, function in it and thrive in it and push past it. You right. know what I mean? But if you just you just you know a duck walking around with his head cut off, you just gonna be put in the motion. They you, they using you as a pawn. Yeah. You know what I mean? So um, I would say that that's that's the biggest thing. You know, you gotta learn. You gotta educate yourself. Right, 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 right. That's very well said. That's very well said. So I love that, man. Because I can I can imagine that much more better than that. But what mm -hmm. I want to add on to that is, I think it's about <clears throat> stepping into their environment as well. And yes, sir. What I mean by that is not only learning the world, but sitting face to face with them. As crazy as that may sound, but massive action is the cure. It's my thing. Massive action is the cure. It might not work the first time. It might not work the second. But in order for a person to truly understand who you are, it, who you are yeah. and for them to be able to search your soul and you theirs, you got to sit in front of that man. You got to sit in front of him. And if it has to be one man in front of a hundred of them. Mm -hmm. That's very big right now, right? right? Yeah, that's <laughs> to yeah. say, that's a lot of, but that's a lot. even if it's one black man in front of a hundred of them, right? You never know what you might be able to do, right? It's never happened. We never seen that before. Right. We never seen it before. But massive action is the cure, right? Massive action is the cure. The world is ran off of love and hate. There's only two ways. Right, 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 right. I just feel like our people got more love in us right now. Oh yeah, yeah. I just feel like our people have it's more caring, more yeah. love. Absolutely. Because it had to be. We had to. We had to. A lot of. You got to think about love. Think about love. Think about love. Love is what got us through slavery. Mm. Love mm. is what's gotten us here today. Right. Love. Yes, sir. We never really had the urge to fight back. We're not the violent ones. Right, we right. just know how to get violent. Right. Yeah. Right. We, we, and and, and we're still not the violent ones. We're just products. We're just product of our environment. We're just yeah. products of our environment. So it makes us like who made that environment? Why you think? Why you thinking the? I'm about to go a little left right here. But why you thinking the? Why you thinking the hood is no nice grocery stores or no? No real, like it's no fresh fruit there. Right, 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 right. You right. never see this place right here. Oh yeah, yeah. In the hood. Yeah. But you know what you see? You see a liquor store. What liquor do? Right, right, it right. It right. the mind. Tobacco. It, it beats the mind. Right. It rips the mind. Mm -hmm. It causes violence. Right. It causes hurt. It causes mm -hmm. children, black fathers to leave households. Right. Mothers to be strung out. Right. That's what happens. So. That's it. 
if we just place love on the other side, I feel like if we place love and go sit down in front of them and understand their narrative, and then it, it, it help them because not even understand this. We already know this. Right. We living in. Yeah. We living in it. Yeah. <laughs> we living in their narrative. Yeah, 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 yeah. We living in their narrative. We living in their narrative. Right. Right. Them to understand really? ours because nobody ever they never set out and understood where we come from. They just right. grabbed us up, yeah, and, and molded us to be what they wanted us to be. Right. Not to be so long with it, but that's how I truly feel about that. Nah, that's right. deep, bro. Yeah, nah, that's serious. And you, you know what? You know what? That, that, that's true. Uh, what you call it again? What's the word that you said? Um, uh, massive action and secure. Yeah. So I've done that twice. I did it. Oh when, wow. Tell I did it when it. George Floyd passed. Uh, the guy, a uh, guy, wanted to sit down and talk to him. Um, and then just recently, a guy, I sat down with another guy, and he is the um, assistant pastor, or the executive pastor of a church down here in Charlotte. Mm. And before that interview, I sat there and talked to my kids, and I let the kids know at a, at the ministry, I was like, I have an interview, and I was talking to him about something. I forget what I was talking to him about, but it was pretty much telling them like, know your work. Mm. You know what I'm saying, like know your self-worth right, right, don't right, change right. who you are for nobody right. i said when i have this interview, because they wanted that they want to hire me on to work with their youth ministry right and i said and if they're going to if anybody was to hire me on they got to take me for who i am today right and that's that's period that's with you that's with you that's with bro over here you got to know who you are right now in this very moment you can't change who you are for anybody right and and, and anyway, that's what absolutely. we need to show them we need to show them look when you go on a job interview, when you go to schools, when you go anywhere, don't change who you are. But what you do, what you show them is this, is your mind. Right. Because they think that this isn't smart. You right. know what I'm saying? When they see right. us, Absolutely. they think that this is already ignorance. Right. Right. But really, this is intelligent. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? This doesn't mean ignorance. We, we intelligent too. Right, 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 so right, I had to right. let my kids go. I have this interview, but I'm going to dress just like I always dress. Mm. I'm going to dress in my chains, I'm gonna dress in my sneakers, right. and I'm gonna sit down in front of this man and let him know if you want me, you gotta take me for who I am because this is what I'm not gonna do. Absolutely. I'm not like gonna it. show up in a suit and tie, and then later on down the line, you realize who I really am. Mm, you yes. know what I want you to do? I want Love you to see beginning. who I really am yeah. at the beginning, yes, and then you won't have no. He changed on us. No, this is who I was at the beginning, right. and I'm gonna remain the same way. Right. But you see. As, as, as our people, like you, like we already said, our people, we automatically feel like because we looked at differently, we got to change who we are. We got to change our hairstyle. <laughs> we got to trim our beards down when yeah. we go to work. Right. We can't hair have our, we can't have, women can't wear pigtails or scarves on the hair, they hoop earrings. We can't do certain things only because we're trying to um, make them happy. We, we're trying to feel worthy. Our women, they're putting these certain types of hair to, colors in their hair to match to what accepted. they look like. You know what right, I'm saying? Right, to right, be right, accepted. Right, right. Nah, bro, you don't have to do none of that. Stay who you are yeah. and make them accept you for who you are, bro. Like and, 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 and that's how I truly feel. I'm yeah. telling you. That, because and, if you don't, because if you don't, not to cut you off, not good, but because good. if you don't, it's already a, 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 a person that they make you out to be before you even walk in the door. Mm. Yeah. It's a person that they make you out to be. Mm. You truly are somebody else in their eyes until you prove who you are. But if you never do, I had to learn that this past year, man, I worked in an environment in the hospital for five years, man. 
five strong years. I thank God for it because it molded me and it helped me in a lot of different areas. I'm able to do a lot of different things because of that. But I felt like I was enslaved mentally there. It wasn't until I left, man. That I realized truly who I am. Sean always used to complain about that. <laughs> bro. And I was not lying. Look, hey, it's real. We met each other. It's real. Hey, look, look, that put us in the space. Put us in the space, man. Like we was finding ourselves <clears throat> trying to steal time to relax, bro. Like I did not like that. It was literally really a slavery like built thing. Like it was crazy. I used to go to Nick about it all the time, bro. I'm like, bro. This is ridiculous. Like it coming to the point when you sitting out there looking to find you catch you sitting down and it's an issue. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But you on your feet, like you had to be on your feet. It was like constant, like consistent, like no breaks. And I was bothered by that. So my time started slacking down. Like I was doing the job lazy. I'm like, look, I'm not about to kill myself. I'm thinking about me first. You know what I'm saying? Me, uh, you know, I'm doing me first. And then, you know what I'm saying? I'm a I'm a one thing I learned, my mom always told me and taught us that whatever you do, no matter if you're a garbage man, no matter if you um, do movies or whatever, just yeah, do your best, a hundred percent. You know what I'm saying? No matter what it is, you know what I'm saying? Because that leaves something in your character for the people there at that ter- current moment, and they're gonna take for the rest of your life, and they put something in you. Always give your best, but at the same time, you gotta take care of yourself first. You don't want to be taken advantage of. You right. know what I mean? And that was definitely that place. They was trying to make me into something that I was not, and put a certain mindset in my mind that I that that naturally my mind fought against. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. Naturally. Right. So I, of course I will be caught up. You know what I'm saying? I was always in meetings. You know what I'm saying? And stuff like that because God put something in me that they was trying to make me into. Right. You know what I'm saying? Make me not into. You know what I mean? So. It was it was crazy, but I thank God for it because I wouldn't have met him if I wasn't there. Yeah, like yeah. seriously, like it, it was it really. Was, I wouldn't have met you if I I didn't like doing this job I had. Like right. <laughs> you know what I mean? I wouldn't have met you. So it was it was a blessing. It was a blessing. Hey, Needed that experience. So let's go on this uh, break real quick, man. Um, we'll be right back to y'all. Give us a few minutes. We're gonna gather some thoughts up, and we'll see y'all in a few. This is the Giving the Game podcast. Giving the Game. Hey, what's up, y'all? We are back with the Giving the Game podcast. Again, this is your man, Rick Fawcett. Saad Muhammad. Hey, so my boy Saad, he, um, before we went on our break, my boy Saad, he went on to something. And he was talking about how his last job, you know, made him have that slave mentality. You know, and I wanted to tackle, I wanted to hit a point. I wanted to hit a point. One of the reasons that our people feel like they have to work is because the school systems are designed for us to make us feel like that. The schools that we go to each and every day. If you know the schools are eight hours a day, how long is a work shift? Eight hours, right? How many days a week do we go to school? Five. Five. Mm. 40 hours a week, right? Right. How many days a week do you go to work? Five, Five, sometimes six, depending on your job. 40 hours, right? So the schools are training us to be workers, Mm. not entrepreneurs. Mm. They're training our minds to be workers and not entrepreneurs. So that's why when our young men and women, they go into the, they go to school, they go to work, they're trained already mentally to be workers and not entrepreneurs. And that's why, because we feel like slaves because we've always felt like slaves since mm. 
since slavery and since elementary school, middle school, and high school. And we gotta break that. We got we it's it's a must that we break that because if we don't, it's gonna be more young women and men out here that's pushing the clock for somebody and hating life, hating what they do. So I just wanted to hit, I just wanted to really tackle that point, man. That if we were to do something for our young men and women, we gotta teach them to be entrepreneurs. Yes, sir. Absolutely. We gotta teach them to be business owners. Yes, sir. We gotta give them, we have to give them what wasn't given to, to us. us. Yes, sir. Because what we what we have, what we have so far, and what we and what I can say has happened in um in and my growing up and your growing up side and yeah. yours too, Avery, is the fact that we did get to experience what majority of our people have it. Right. That's why we're able to have the conversation. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's why we're able to talk about it. Um, so it does start with the children. It starts with the children. It starts. It starts with. It's nothing wrong with going to public school. I think it's the. To me, beyond. To be honest with you, it's the. It's the why I'm so urban. It's why I'm so. It's why. It's why I can. I can talk to so many different type of people because right. in the public school, you get to experience all different type of races. Yeah. And if you somebody, I ain't gonna say somebody, but if you uh, if you are uh, wise enough, you'll talk to everybody. Yeah. You'll get. You'll get to try to understand every side, and that's mm-hmm. what I was able to do. But public school didn't give me what I have right now to this day right. to survive this world. Mm. And to survive mm. this world, you need to you need a lot more than just that public school learning. So what I can say is, it starts with the children. It starts with elementary uh, mm. uh, elementary school. Um, even if it's if it's going into that to that school and creating a massive action, is mm. the cure type of vibe. Right, 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 right. And it might not work the first time on the second or the third. Right. But massive action is the cure, and it's always going to be the cure. Right. We go in there, and we try. Yeah. to give them what we have because they're not teaching us how to bank in home banking. They're not teaching us how to be an entrepreneur. They're teaching us the maths and the sciences of the world, but we're not, I ain't, I ain't did no algebra yet. I ain't mm-hmm. did no algebra yet. Yeah, I forgot about it. Right. It's, it's yeah. not even something that I even know. Like, what's algebra? Right. Yeah. When the last time we did some algebra? You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. no, that's they're facts. not giving us what we have, but it starts there and it's going to you know, man, man, that's that's a that's a real that's a real deep thing, bro. And I, I kind of want I don't want to spin off, but I just want to talk about the self hate that we have as a people. Um, the extent we will go to harm each other is really a sickness, you know, that we have that we mm. still fighting. You know what I'm saying? It's um, it's it's very very sick. But we, one thing the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan teaches us and has taught us, and I always remember. You can't look literally at the tree. You got to look at the root. You know what I'm saying? I'm I'm not thinking about this certain individual. Who put in his mind for him to think that that is okay for right. him to do? You know what I'm saying? Because that person is the real problem. You yeah. see what I'm saying? Um, being that we can can harm, I can harm somebody that looks like me. Want to take something from somebody that looks like me? Want to kill somebody or 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 do something to them? To lower them under the meat is a crab in the bucket mindset. You know what I'm saying? And it's 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 sick. And all of our people have it in a sense. You know what I mean? Um, it's self hate. We don't really know ourselves. Right. You know what I mean? That's that's the only thing I can go to because why would you want to do that to me? You know what I mean? Yeah. Okay. I come from the same place you come from. You know what I'm saying? 
all our people went through it. Our, our ancestors build up America, our blood, sacrifice, and tears. You know what I mean? We all come from this. At the end of the day, we still niggas to them. You know what I'm saying? They put both of us in a room. They don't care if you have a million dollars and I got five dollars to my pocket. They just see nigga and nigga. You know what I'm saying? So you trying to harm me and kill me when we not even looking at our real enemy. You know the beautiful thing about animals that I study? They know who their natural enemy is. The natural predators, the natural preys. There's no thinking about it. An alligator doesn't attack a lion because he knows he can't take on a lion and, and, and kill him. You know what I'm saying? Like lions don't just go after uh, a gorilla. That's not just that's not their natural. They, they don't just go in and, and kill off that. They, they have a natural enemy. Right. And we have a natural enemy as human beings. And we don't know who that is because that we don't know who that is because the, our enemy has programmed our minds to think that me and you are enemies. And that's what I want to I want to spin off that, man, that. That I want to put an emphasis on this keynote right here. So why is it that we feel more comfortable around our own people, but have to be more careful around our own people because the hatred towards each other? Mm. Crab in the barrel mind state. Yeah. It's, the, it's the crab in the barrel mind state. Um, and it can and it go and, and it's crazy because what I want to say is that if we could just go back in time a little bit, right? Let's go back in time a little bit to a place where it all started. It started off in the field, and that black man being in the field, and another brother being in the household. Right. Back in the day, they called it a house nigga. What that did is to create a hate there. Hate is generational. It's inside of you. Right. Like, no matter what happens, that still happened. Slavery still happened. So, it happened in that way. It happened in that way. It, it, it created a hate there, and it, and, it, and it continues to go on. The reason why I say it continues to go on because it was taught. Right. It was right. taught that it was created there for a reason. I really truly believe it was placed there for a reason. They knew to put the light skinned people in the house, and yeah. dark skinned ones outside. Right. That was created to to place hate inside of us, just like fear is put inside of people. A baby ain't born with fear in them. Right. I used to send my little brother down the hallway to get my cover when he was two. He, he had no fear in him until we taught him what the boogeyman was. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> until we yeah. taught him who the boogeyman was and what it was, the narrative of the boogeyman. He, he had no fear. It's taught. So right. everything is taught. And just as much as it's taught, it's like it's like the it's like the broke mindset. If you don't get if you don't break the broke mindset, then it's gonna then it's gonna continue to um, come on for generation and generation and generation. It comes with our people as well, with the hate we have towards each other. Right. So your question is a is a beautiful question, but it if we could just understand where it comes from, I right. think that our people would just take a, a different approach to it right. and understand right. that it is just, it's literally just, what's the word I want to say? It's, somebody help me. Is The word I want to use is, is really just, a, it's, it's a curse they have on us. A generational curse they have on us. And they have, and, 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 and they know that we can pull it off of us, off of ourselves, but we just haven't figured it out yet. So we gonna until, and I ain't gonna speak nothing out there. But the reason why we going like why, why we at war with ourselves is because we haven't realized that it's something that they started, and it's something that 
they 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 they, they laugh upon with their own people. Like yeah. we did that, and it's still working. It's still mm-hmm. working. It's still working. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they haven't even had to. They didn't. They have. They haven't had to implement no new strategies because the old ones from a hundred years ago is still, still working right. to this day. To this day. And why why can't us as a people understand that and move past it? Because we we still stuck. We don't know ourselves, but we we not trying to seek ourselves either. And you will find hate. To be honest, you will find hate, man. It's so crazy because wow, you'll find hate and never know it's never know it was hate in your in your, in your close mm-hmm. group. Get me on this. Get me on this one. You'll find hate in your brother. Behind something that you never even knew he had in him, not even behind something you knew he had in him, but behind something that you never even thought would, would trigger that type of hate. Right. That's why it's, it's that's why I say it's generational because I know he don't mean to hate me. Right. 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 right he don't right. mean to. Right. 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 It's in his blood to hate me. Right, it's in right. his nature to hate me. Right. For moving forward and doing more. Right. And being positive mm-hmm. and going against the grain. Yeah. It's in that man's nature too. That's why you gotta search your own soul. You have to search your own soul and get rid of those things because I'm not I'm not gonna be sit here and say I'm a saint and say I never hated in my life. I, I've hated on people before myself until I learned that I got just as much as that man got in the same 24 and the same blood pumping in me, mm-hmm. and I can do just as much, if not more. Right. Mm-hmm. If not more. Mm. That's just deep. Wow. Man. That's hate, powerful. Hate is real. Hate is real. Yeah. And and for what? You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. like you said, like, your brother can hate you. Your brother right. can dislike you. And right. you don't even know why. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. And it has to stem from something. Mm-hmm. It has to stem from what happened in the past. You know what I'm saying? Like, what was the, the disconnect? What was the disconnect then? And for some, it can even be a blood brother. It can be it can relative. Be. Mm-hmm. You know not saying I was talking about my blood brother there. Just, right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. For sure, for sure. It can be a relative. Yeah, it can be your closest friend, bro. I done seen so many. Right. I went to Olympic high school, bro, and I put this on everything I, I love, bro. At least 10 to 15 brothers that I knew that went to my high school have been murdered to, to their close friends, bro. Wow. Friends. Wow. You know what I'm saying? And it's like it's a real thing. And it's like for what? For what, bro? Like what 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 happened there that you that you had to get to a point to where even if we got into a confrontation. You had to pick up a gun and kill me. Mm-hmm. You you had something deep down inside of you that mm-hmm. much mm-hmm. that you had to pick up a gun over a confrontation mm-hmm. and take my life. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. Or, or you had something deep down inside of you that you couldn't be mad enough to actually come to me and talk to me mm-hmm. as a man. Wow. And you had to take my life. Mm-hmm. We're supposed to be brothers. We're supposed to be closer than that. Right. Right. And that's right. what we're seeing out here in this world each and every day, bro. Yeah. We seeing our own people. Yet yeah, we talk about how the white man. Don't how white man dislikes us, but we disliking ourselves. Mm-hmm. We disliking right. each other, and for right. what? For what? Because I got gold. Right. Because I'm trying to better myself. Right, 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 right. Because right. I got new shoes and new clothes on. Right. And you want the same thing, bro? Go work. I'm working each and every day, but you can do the same do thing, young king. Yeah. You can do the same thing, young queen. Don't think that I'm better than you. Right, 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 right. If anything, ask me how to do it. Ask me how to do it. Ask me how we can feed off of each other. Right, right, but right. don't hate me. 
Because I'm out here working hard, I'm out here grinding, and I want better than what my mom and dad gave me. I want better than what I seen my mom and dad have. Yes, sir. You know what I'm saying? Yes, I want better than what I seen my grandma and grandfather live through. Yes, sir. Don't hate me because of that. Why, 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 Don't why, why. hate me because I'm driving a nice car. I work for this, bro. Why, 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 I work for this. Yeah. Don't hate me because I went to school and I had the nuts to graduate because I wanted to be better than my mom and dad who only have a high school diploma. Why, why, Don't hate me yeah. because I had the nuts to go and get a master's degree. Don't, don't hate me, bro. I work for this shit yeah. each and every damn day. And you, at the end of the day, you yeah. don't know what the hell I went through to obtain all of this shit. Yeah. I'm just like you. I still stress. Mm. I still go through depression yeah. sometimes. I still hurt and I still cry. But you know what? One thing I do, I get my black ass up and I go to work each and every goddamn every day. day to better myself. Oh, yeah. Yes, sir. And that's what our black brothers need to hear. Hungry. Yeah. You yes, gotta sir. want that shit. Yes, sir. And it, yes, and, and, and it come and, it, and it'll come so close sometimes. It'll come so close sometimes. I think that, like, I had a conversation with um side the other day about the curveball God might throw at you. Mm. Mm. Oftentimes we try to dodge those curveballs. Oftentimes we try to like miss it. Some of those balls are really meant to hit you. Mm-hmm. Mm. I learned something Damn. the other day. <laughs> I learned something the other day <laughs> that I never thought I would have had to learn from somebody so close to me. Wow. That hate is so real. Like, I, I can speak about it so passionately. Mm. God threw a curveball at me. I'm not going to say no names. God threw a curveball at me so heavy that I, I understand it so differently now because I think if he didn't, if he didn't throw it at me, it would have never ended. Mm-hmm. The hate was so real there, and the love from my, from my, from my heart was so real <clears throat> that that person couldn't understand it mm. like how this person so good of a person how this man so good of a man and I'm 10 plus years yeah, 10 plus like years it. in this relationship with this with me and this brother and high end over words you know but the hate be so real and in in, in, in in love can drive out hate mm-hmm. only to a certain extent. But if God wants something to happen, that curveball gonna hit you. It's gonna yeah. hit you. It's, it's gonna, gonna hit, you. hit you because your love so big for him that you will never make it in. That and, and that hate so big that it might not cause death, but death is the last thing too to, to anything. That's the last thing that's gonna happen on this earth. Right. And hate causes that in so many cases. It does. Yeah. So I was, I be damn. I, I'm thankful for what God did. I'm thankful for that curveball that smacked me right in my face yeah, that sure. I did not understand because I totally understand it now. Yeah, I totally understand it now. No, we can't be friends because I'm here, and you can only yell up there. Right, damn. You can only yell up there, and as much as I want to hear you, mm-hmm. I would never be able to hear you. Right. Mm. At this point, we could hear each other when we was younger. Right. But I'm here now, and I'm okay up here. Right. It's on you to get here. Wow. I'm not gonna bring myself here. No. For you. At all. So let's At let all. my love stay here and your hate be here and we'll just go our separate ways. Right, right, right. But right, I'm gonna right. continue to go up. Right. I'm continue to move forward. I'm continue to lead in love. I'm continue to take care of my family. I'm continue to take care of myself. I'm gonna continue to lead by example. I'm continue to be a man of God. Mm-hmm. And I don't hate you for your decisions that you make. Mm. Because because you know what I could have did in that situation? What? I could have crazy stuff. All that, right? Right? That's my first nature because look what I've done. I've done a lot. Right. You know who you you know who I'm talking to. Yeah. You know exactly who I'm talking to. I've done a lot. Mm. I ain't never caused no hate in your life. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? But goes back to say, 
I don't lead with hate. Some of us have it in us, and some of us don't. I've, I, 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 I've attacked my my wrongdoings in my life. Yeah. I'm still attacking them. I'm not no saint. None of us are saints. But I don't pose no threat to no man of color. Why? Because of me being misled or, 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 or something that I'm holding on inside of me. You know what I'm saying? I deal with my stuff as I go. We dealing with our things as we go, and we here right now doing something positive. Man, that's God deep. bless that man. That's <laughs> that's deep, bro. God bro, bless you know, that I'm man. I'm just gonna say. I suppose no hate a man of color because the hate has already been upon us. Why put down another black man? We need to be uplifted. Yeah. And one thing I would say, man, sometimes we make things too complicated. It's like, where else is it to go when you coming from the bottom? Sometimes you just got to shoot straight up. You don't need to know zigzags or trying to find a direction. Just shoot straight up for the, you know what I'm saying, for your goals and things that you're trying to accomplish. Just as love is real hate is real just as god is real the devil is real you know what i mean and every day is a constant fight you either gonna let the devil win this day or god yeah. win this day god and the devil are constantly fighting inside you to see who's gonna be the victor at the yeah. end of the day and people don't understand that so what goes in your mind is important who you around is important that feeds which god is in you because god devil is a god of evil you know what i'm saying so which one you feeding every day when you're drinking when you're smoking when you disrespect the women when you're disrespecting your brother when you're hating on your brother you are feeding the other god that brought you into this world you right. know what i'm saying and if you keep letting him take them wins he will take over you yeah one thing i was taught i don't remember who said this to me but i'll never forget that self-accusing spirit that we all feel when we doing wrong that is what God installed in us as children. Yeah. And mm. if you keep ignoring it, it's like a remote. It's the volume going to keep turning down or turn down until it's going to come to a point. You're not going to hear it anymore. Mm. And when you get to that point, it's very dangerous <laughs> because at that point, you would do anything at any moment right. to, you know what I'm saying? And it will put you in a situation where it's going to cause harm, not only to yourself, but maybe the people that are, um, you know, around you, your yeah. family. That's a, that's a serious thing. So, I always try to get I give gratitude to God and thank him for where I'm at. I understand that I'm growing. You know what I mean? I may make mistakes at times, but I understand where he wants me and needs me to be. You know what I mean? But I also understand that he's giving me chances and he is giving me chances to cor correct my mistakes. And you know what I mean? As God has forgiven me, I know he forgives other people. So why wouldn't I take on the attribute of God and forgive somebody that did wrong to me? You know what I'm saying? Right. How are you going to hold that person to something when God forgave you for that dirt that you just did? You know what I'm saying? So God does it because cause God, to be honest, if he took everything to heart that we did, we probably all be dead right oh, now. Yeah. <laughs> Literally. Yeah, absolutely. But he's trying to show he's trying to show us, look, I'm doing this for you because I'm trying to install in you these type of characteristics for you to take on and pass on to the next person yeah. mercy exactly. you know what i'm saying the cruelest cruelest people the ones that say no mercy those are the most lowest lowest people in the world because god shows mercy all the time yeah you know what i'm saying and i know they're they i know they with the devil anybody that says that I, I don't even like using that term no mercy you know what i mean because god is mercy right god merciful. is love you know yeah. he's very merciful very merciful you know, and, you know, that's 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 just where I'm at with it. Sometimes you got to shoot straight up. Don't try to see. All right. Do I got to go do it this way? When you from the, when you from the bottom in the ground, ain't no way else to go. But up. Right. 
You know what I'm saying? So when I'm when I say up, I'm talking about up in my thoughts. I'm talking about up in my actions. You know what I mean? I'm thinking one thing Nick put me on, and that I've been doing literally every day since he told me. I write every morning before I leave the house, whatever's in my mind. Like it might be a word, it might be a quick sentence, might be a paragraph, whatever I'm thinking, and it'll be little things I'll share with you. It'll be little things. Uh, conquer the day, stay focused, um, finish strong. One time I said finish everything that you do. I was catching myself not finishing the yeah. things that I was doing. Finish everything. I was catching myself doing that. And once I started doing that, I would go back at nighttime and look at what I read and then think about, did I complete this or what's not? Mm. And this helped me a lot. You know what I'm saying? And I appreciate that for him because I've been doing it literally every day. Did it today. <laughs> you know, so. And that's um, just like prayer, bro. It's just like that's us. Because I realized too that in my life, I can be committed and I can stay consistent. Yeah. But if I don't have discipline, being committed, being committed, <laughs> staying, if I don't have discipline, being committed, and staying disciplined, it really don't even matter. Because mm -hmm. you can be committed and you can have consistency. Right. But it, you can you can go to the gym mm -hmm. every other day. Yeah. But discipline is telling you you need to go to the gym at least six times a day. Right. right. But you know, if you want to go into a competition and you know you need to work out and eat healthy, then you need to be disciplined. Yes, you know what I'm saying? So I had to go and ask God, like, God, I know I ain't disciplined in certain areas. I need to be disciplined. So just like you writing, that's the same way people need to talk to God. You know what I'm saying? We could, as God said, write it down, make it plain. You writing it down, you making it plain. That's your way of doing what God is telling you to do. That's your way of doing what God is telling you to do. Write it down, make it plain. When you write that shit down, you make it plain. You go back and you read over it. God see your heart. Right. Because you literally wrote your heart down on paper. Yes, sir. That's Absolutely. what it's about. And to, and to, and to, go, to, to go a little bit deeper <clears throat> into that, when I gave you that side, I didn't give you that off of just, um, and what I'm talking about is like when I, when I, when I gave you the, the, the process of just writing stuff down in your journal, right, 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 right? I didn't give you that off of just something that I heard. Mm. This past year for me, I have written down everything, and that's something that I gained from Quran. Mm -hmm. This man writes down everything. Right. My best friend, he writes down everything. Um, mm. I gained that from him. And mm. I didn't understand the power of it until I started doing it. I literally left my job after after, after writing something down. You can do, you can go into your job wow. on this Tuesday same morning same and quit. And you'll be okay. Wow. Yeah. I did the same thing. <clears throat> with consistency. With with strengthening your mental. You know mm. what I'm saying? It, it, what it does is it, it makes it real. You can think something. We think a thousand thoughts a day. I say this a lot. We think a thousand thoughts a day. Mm -hmm. Think about if you write, wrote those things down. Mm -hmm. You make it powerful when you do that. Right. Because mm -hmm. the, the mind is powerful, but seeing it and feeling it, mm -hmm. it's not like typing in your phone. Right. It's, it's, mm -hmm. It makes it so real. And, it, and I know the power of it. Write it down. Try writing it down. Just try writing it down, people. Try writing write it down, down. twice. I'm not twice. Two times a day. A day. Mm -hmm. and watch how much your life changed right. you know what i'm saying it's helped me a we, lot it, 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 it'll help everybody you know what i'm yeah. saying like, we have a thousand thoughts a day i'm gonna end it on i'm saying this we have a thousand thoughts a day think about if you did something with those thoughts because the mind is powerful you ain't having them for no reason right. i don't think we having them for no reason we done went a little left on the, on the podcast we didn't went somewhere yeah. but it's, it's a it's blessing that we're here right. you know yeah. what i'm saying i'm so happy that we're here yes, and, right. and, and, it's, and it's and it's always good to just 
do what we're doing, man. Yeah. Like we we doing something powerful. We doing something amazing. Like I love yes, it. You know what I'm saying? Hear, and man. we need to hear it. Yeah, at all times we need to hear it. If we need, if, if if we could do it every day, I would. <laughs> yeah, I believe it's healthy, it's healthy for us. You know, right. it's very healthy. You know, think about it. We doing this at the end of the week. Imagine all. Think about all the stuff we go through do the week right. during the week. You know what I'm saying? We need this space where we can just clear out everything that just clogged us up right. like this week. You know what I mean? Whatever it is, you know this this is the outlet, and I and I appreciate it for sure. And this ain't no handicap thing. Saying is the, the black man's mind <clears throat> go through a thousand things. I know what I go through in my mental. Mm-hmm. Every thought ain't beautiful. Every thought ain't beautiful, man. Mm-hmm. I've, I've I've dealt with some traumas in my life. Right. Yes, Mentally, physically, emotionally. Mm-hmm. I've dealt with some traumas. Yes, I got a right to feel how I feel when I wake up in the morning. Yeah. Every day ain't no good day. Every day ain't no good day. Right. Every day ain't no good day. Mm-hmm. So, writing it down, <laughs> even if you might not believe it in that moment, write yeah, it down. Write it down. Put it on some paper. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That you're gonna have a good day. That you gonna because it's necessary. We 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 we, we living in a time where when you when we leave our homes, it ain't okay. Or we might not make it back home. It ain't okay, but you might not see your mother in a traffic stop. Yeah. After that traffic stop, you might want to give her a call. Right. Because it's in God's hands. It's like you said, he mercy, he's merciful. Mm-hmm. If he let his mercy up, yeah, yeah, sir. Your ass is anything, grass. Your ass yeah. is grass. Anything can happen. <laughs> when you a goes. black man in America, mm-hmm. right. he let his mercy up on you, mm-hmm. your ass is grass. Yeah. God is love. Mm-hmm. It's love. love. Say that. It's love. love. Say that. That's so dope. No all right, look, y'all. This is the Get in the Game right. podcast, man. This it has been yeah. like uh, an amazing, amazing day, man, to get up with these brothers. Powerful, again, man. Powerful. We really, powerful. really hope that y'all tune in with us because as black men, we need to have more conversations like this. Y'all know what's going on out there in the world, man. And some, some things just need to be said. You know what I'm saying? Some things just need to be said. And I'm grateful for these brothers um, to come in and just politics. You know what I'm saying? And to speak their minds, to speak their hearts, and just keep it real. Uh, again, like I said, ain't many people out there keeping it real. You know, ain't many people out there keeping it real. It's the Giving the Game podcast. My name is Avery Fawcett. Saad Muhammad. Just strive. Just strive. Hey, um, and y'all can find us. Y'all can find me on Instagram at Coach Fawcett. The last name is F-A-U-C-E-T-T. That's Coach Fawcett. My name is Saad Muhammad. You can find me on Instagram at Brosad, B-R-O-S-A-D-D. My name is Nick Sherrod. You can find me on Instagram at Just Strive. Follow us. <laughs> Let's do it. Hey, man, we out, man.